0: If you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to Bidpixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink fosters and 4X beer. Guys, I'm back with Josh Rington from JR Marketing Group blessed us with the opportunity to talk about on-page SEO for Shopify stores in a previous episode. We've got Josh back now to have a chat about off-page SEO. So for those that weren't privy to watching or listening to the previous episode, we were talking about on-page SEO. Now, the difference would be on-page is everything you can do to contribute to your search engine rank on your actual website, on your page. But what we're going to talk about today is anything off-page. So how do you gain authority and how do you gain links to your website, which then brings more authority in Google's eyes in 2020 and how everything's evolved? It's a lot different now than it used to be five years ago. Josh, what's your top tips for the Shopify store owner in this day and age, how to gain more authority with off-page SEO? Yep, definitely. Hang on. And hi, by the way, just... (laughs) Who are you you again and what do you do? (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Josh
1: Rutan I've been doing online marketing for about 16 years. Um, I've got an agency called JR Marketing Group, so um, we work with a variety of clients around Australia and New Zealand, um, and so my my main thing is working around Google, so helping with SEO AdWords, and that sort of side to get more organic
0: traffic from Google. Awesome, mate. Okay, so back to it. Sorry to interrupt. Off-page SEO, what is it and how do they do it for Shopify?
1: Yep, so off-page SEO, the easiest way to explain is basically your footprint online and everyone that's linking back into your website from other websites. So it's basically looking at, okay, all all the other links and links online are, are basically what Google uses to travel around the internet. So they're basically jumping from one link to another to look at what everything's happening online, um, what what people are talking about. So that if someone mentions it in a news article and then they link to an article, they'll jump to that article and then they'll see who that person's linking to and jump between that one.
0: Yep. Can I can I just interrupt there? So that sounds pretty technical, but really like it's not a person on Google going through it, right? There's a bot or a, a yep. machine that just goes through and if it reads a news article and sees that there's five links in there, it automatically goes through and checks what's on those pages, right? And then yep. makes a little note about that. Yeah. But, yep. but, but then yep. that page might have another five links and it's a wormhole of content, yep. right?
1: Yeah, it basically looks like a spider's web of of all these different lines going out in a lot of directions and the bots are basically going out and looking at everything that's online. And that's the easiest way to explain as well is how Google finds you if you don't actually submit something uh, into the search engine. They find it because everyone is linking to each other online. So if they're not actually finding you online, it's because no one's actually linking to you or mentioning you and there's no way to find them. So the... That's the easiest way to s- explain linking the way that what you're trying to do to actually create better linking for your website is basically having one more people actually linking to your website and two, the quality of, of people actually linking to your website and the quality of the sites linking to your website and by quality I mean actually having stuff that's actually about the same sort of topic about the same information and also that already have authority on topics so um, sites that might actually already be known to Google to provide good quality content if they link to you then that's basically saying okay yep these guys obviously provide a good um, good product or service about whatever topic I'm talking about so Google takes basically more notice and the biggest way I, I explained a lot of those the way that Google looks at linking is a lot of the time it's a bit, bit of like a popularity contest and google looks at it as like a vote of confidence and saying hey you guys should check out these guys and because they're all about this topic that i'm talking about and then google goes oh yeah cool let's um throw them in the search engine for that topic and let's give them some extra points because so-and-so said that they're that they've got an authority on that topic so that's the a quick sort of explanation on
0: linking online so if you've got, let's get a real life example, and I like how you just said it. Then, if you've got a, if you've got an online store and you're trying to sell cactus, you're and there's some sort of marketing technology of how you're growing cactuses. I only say cactuses because I've got a whole heap of them just there. Um, but if you then go get a backlink from a really small website that teaches you how to remove the thorns from cactuses, and they get two people visited every month. That's not a very high quality. Like, there's no popularity in that. But if you get a marketing technology website like um, Entrepreneur.com or some big, big website that gets tons of traffic to link to you, there's a better quality or more popularity. Um, or hang on, I've I've got another example which is going to appeal to a lot of our customers because that was stupid. Um, <laughs> If, you, if you've got a woman's shoe, this one is uh, Fawn and Finch. Megan, you're an amazing customer of ours. Um, leave her alone, Josh. She's ours. Um, <laughs> if you've got a woman's shoe and you get your Chinese manufacturer to link to your website, which is the Chinese manufacturer has no domain authority, but you then go to Mamma Mia, which is an amazing big um sort of news website based on your industry and your niche the Mamma Mia website link is going to hold a lot more credibility than say a small Chinese manufacturer is that is that an easy way of saying it that that's correct and and and
1: so Google looks at basically the authority of the 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 site that's linking to you and then actually the um the content that's linking to you so they want to make sure that it's it's relevant as well so that's that's where people just going out and getting random links and having a link from Relevant to their industry, thinking thinking. Okay, my my website just needs links, but the thing is, Google's going to look at it and say, "Oh, well, that's not even relevant." I'm not going to even give them give them any basically link juice, any boost in their ranking for that link because it's not even relevant to their product or service. So it, it's knowing knowing your industry and actually creating that authority. We talked a bit about it when we were talking about on site is that trust and and knowing that authority of your topic. And actually having other people in the industry actually linking back to you, then that creates extra um, authority in Google's eyes to say, okay, yep, you're definitely an authority on this topic. We need to be showing you for more keywords. We need to show you more often when you put articles up, we want to show you, show them quicker and easier in the search engine because people are actually wanting to read them.
0: So let's break this down a little bit and what used to work and what doesn't work and then how can people actually do this? So there's going to be two trains of thoughts here, right? Like people can do this a little bit to their own extent, but it also comes down, it sounds like it comes down to a bit of a a PR, sort of issue and you need to know some relationships to get some articles on some bigger websites or you need to have a connection with bigger websites or you need to have a a big enough story to get on bigger websites. How can the little consumer who has a Shopify store get started on this process and when is a good chance or time to hand it over to the professionals to take it to the next level?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so definitely at the starting level, anyone can start to do it. Um, and all you're looking for is opportunities to link back to your site. So that's obviously from your social media. Um, you can start linking back to it. Um, if you've got eBay listings, Gumtree listings, anything that you're basically putting online, and I, I normally call it a bit of traffic jacking on some of those websites that have high high traffic, and when you can actually start creating listings, create posts or um, different things like that, and then be able to link back to your website, that'll start creating that initial um, footprint online of people actually linking to your website, then probably not as high authority as anything else, but it's, it's a starting point. And other things starting to link to you are things like creating your own Google My Business listing to, to start linking to yourself so Google knows that you exist as well as a, as a listing. Um, and a lot of people forget that thinking, oh, we're an e-commerce site, we don't need that. But what it does is it creates a knowledge panel when you've actually got a website um, so if someone's typing in your own brand or anything else, it'll actually give you a bigger um, Google listing of your actual brand and you can actually add information into that. You can actually uh, um, add different posts, photos, videos. Um, there's, a po- there's a post section actually directly in Google My Business now, where you can actually add your sales, your specials and different other stuff and link back to your own website um, from it to actually create a bit of that extra Initial one because what you're trying to do in the initial stage is just create that initial footprint of being everywhere and actually having that um, broader footprint online. And that's one that look better to Google, but it looks better to your customers as well because that, that when they're actually searching you and looking for you, they don't just find one website with all your information. They see you on Twitter, they see you on Snapchat, they see you on Pinterest, they see all this different stuff, and it's creating a, better, a bigger brand and look for. For not only Google but for your customers so it's creating a bigger footprint online of all these different sites linking it so that's probably the easiest way for someone starting out to start to get the one and you can look at stuff like directories don't hold as much um, stuff anymore and especially for e-commerce there's not as many good directories but looking at what directories might actually list products or services that you're selling and making sure that you're in those and if there's certain sites that people are looking for your products or services that you can get posts on and and or you might be able to sell it. When I, when I first started, I used eBay not only for getting some extra sales but for actually getting the name out there and getting a brand out there and getting links back to my website from my actual profile and my About Me page and everything else because you may only list one or two products but what you're doing is people actually look okay what else do they have and they'll go to your about me page and see that you're a brand and generally you want to be something that they can find easily and what that'll do is create people coming back to a website and looking at it and saying oh yep they offer all these other services and everything else so it starts to create that um, increase in your own profile online
0: awesome so it's all about page value and the popularity sort of value now let me ask yep. you this is it And I'll give you an explanation. Is it quantity or quality? So back in the day, there was this thing called private blog networks. And SEO agencies and savvy people used to hold dozens of blogs themselves. They were usually just cheap WordPress websites thrown together. They may have niched into some sort of topic. Like if you were doing SEO for real estate agents, you would have a private blog network of all these random real estate websites. And you would have a little bit of page rank on each of these websites in your private blog network, but it was never like realestate.com style popularity or page rank is it better to go for lots of little links these days or should you be focusing your time on trying to get really good quality bigger links yeah the
1: bigger quality ones are are going to hold a lot more value Um, google looks a lot more at the actual traffic and wanting websites that are actually real linking to you and what's that how that's devalued a lot of those um, cheap and easy blog network styles is that a lot of them didn't actually have traffic going to them. They may have had um, previously years ago been a website that had traffic to them so they might have a bit of authority and different other stuff for them. But they're not actually ranking for a lot of keywords now so they're not actually getting a lot of traffic. People want actually, web- Google wants to look at a website and say, oh, we know that it's getting this much traffic. A lot of people are reading this, this post and then they're linking to you Will give it more value, so it really is about that quality of it, and and actually looking real because Google, Google although that Google is an algorithm, they also want to be, see it doesn't look natural that all of a sudden you've had a thousand websites overnight that are all these little blogs linking to your website, and they say okay, well that doesn't look right, like it it's, it has to look natural as well. That sure. might look right if it, if it was a press release that you put out and it went out to a lot of news sites and it was that sort of link, that would look, look natural to Google. But if it was all these little blogs and everything else, it doesn't look right to, to have it. So it has to look natural as well to the to their algorithm so that it actually looks like something that would happen to a website.
0: So just a clickable one there, if you do find that you've paid, if you have paid the Fiverr SEO person, we discussed this in the on-page episode, but if you have paid for dodgy SEO or if you go into Webmaster Tools, which is Search Console, and you find that you've got a lot of links that maybe Google says they don't like or that you don't like, um, there's this thing called disvowing links, isn't there, right? So you can disassociate yourself and say to Google, I'm I'm at an arm's length to this link. Don't, don't treat it anymore. How do people do that if they do have that problem? Yep, so basically
1: you can go into Webmaster Tools and basically download a list of your websites. And you can normally see ones that don't look natural if all of a sudden you've got this Chinese page that's all the content on that website's about sync and then all of a sudden it's got one page about your your topic le- le- linking to you. It won't look natural to you if, if, if it's that type of one. You'll normally be able to tell the different pages and the different links that don't look like they, they should be. And you want good links and good people linking to your website because it is that. It's it's your 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 website and it, it, it looks bad on your business if you have a lot of those type of websites linking to you. So you can go in there, download it, choose all the ones that you don't want linking to you and tell Google basically they have what they call a disembowel file and you basically submit it in and Google will actually will put it through their system and what they do, those links will still be there but Google will just ignore them. So, so there's no way of obviously getting rid of those links because they're on websites, they're live on their, the thing. But what Google will say they'll put into their system, just ignore them. So sometimes it, it, it's important, especially if someone has and all their links are like that. It is important to to have a bit of a clean link profile. Um, sometimes it, if if you've got ten thousand links and there's just a few of those bad ones in there, it's not going to affect you the one because Google knows as well that that there's links that they should ignore and they will just ignore them naturally anyway. Because if it was, if it was that easy to, to get someone a penalty, there'd be a lot more negative SEO going on of people trying to get all these big brands down by just sending bad links to them. So Google has in their system a way of naturally ignoring it, but you also wanna make sure that your link profile when you're actually trying to do the right thing is looking natural.
0: Hey guys, I just wanted to take a moment out of the content that you've been consuming right now and just discuss this promotion that BidPixel's doing currently. So for Q1 of 2020, so January through to the end of March, we're actually incentivizing you and we want to know what your toughest marketing or advertising question is. Now, we want to hear those questions on our Instagram account, so commenting on any of our posts, or our YouTube channel, commenting on any of our current videos, or in fact, any of the videos on our channel at all and we will go through and read those questions and use them as a basis of our content for future videos and pieces of content that we're making. Now, marketing is a transaction, right? You need to give and take to get someone's attention. And while we're asking you for these tough questions, we know that we need to give you something in return. So what we've devised is an outlandish prize of $50,000 cash to go towards your next marketing or advertising campaign. Now, we've had some feedback from this already, and some people think it's a little bit too good to be true. But I just want to take this moment out of the content that you've been listening to, to give you some assurance and give you a bit of an understanding of where that $50,000 cash is coming from and let you know that it's completely above board and legitimate. So within Australia, you've got the ability to do an insured prize sum. Now, while we don't have the $50,000 to give away, we use an insurance company to say that there is a game of chance involved and the winner will get the chance to spin a wheel and if they spin the lucky number, like if you're old enough and you remember, hey, hey, it's Saturday and pluck a duck and the big chocolate wheel, if you spin the number and win you get a genuine $50,000 cash to do with it as you choose or to spend it on advertising. Now because it's a game of chance some people might not want to take part in that so what we've done is offered up two other prizes in the prize pool and the first person who asks the toughest question or the person that we deem wins this promotion at the end of March will get the chance of which prize they like to choose. Yeah they might like to spin to win and go for uh their chance for fifty thousand dollars cash or they might choose one of our supplementary prizes which are the the first supplementary prize is three months worth of strategy with our team so you get three months of strategy with our google ads experts three months of strategy with our facebook ad experts and three months of strategy with our conversion rate optimization and website development team now that's a pretty powerful prize in its own and imagine what you could do after three months to generate revenue through your advertising and marketing now if that doesn't float your boat we've also got a locked safe now you can barely see it up on the screen here but up on my shelving that you'll see in a lot of our videos is a safe that says win me and it's actually been locked for quite some time now. The contents of that safe in November and December alone earned two of our customers over half a million dollars worth of sales online. So like I said, marketing is a give and take mentality right? We want to take your tough questions and we want to answer them and that's a selfish motive from us because we want to use those questions that you ask to then generate more valuable content for other people to consume. But we know that we need to give you something in return and the reason why we're going outlandish with the $50,000 cash is we want to make it worth your while to take time out of your day to ask us a question. So. That's it, that's our little internal ad as part of the content that we've just pushed out. I just want you to know that yes, it's a legitimate $50,000. We want you to have the chance to win that or one of the other prizes that we're offering. And all we need in return is for you to ask us a marketing or advertising question that you genuinely want to find out an answer for. Uh, Thanks heaps, let's get back to the content that we're talking about at the moment. And if you did want to take part in this promotion, just go to bitpixel.com forward slash questions and there's all the information you need there. Cheers guys. Cool, mate. So we just talked about disvowing links. Now, we preface this whole conversation with people can start doing this themselves, but eventually they might need to bring an expert in to do it. They The tipping point that they get to where they might have to think, oh, I kind of need a bit more expert help with this is... I know I found it. I don't do SEO. I haven't done it in our agency for many, many years, and it's not something we're interested in. But when you start outreaching to a lot of people who you might think your content would be valuable for, you can guest blog for them, or they might be able to write about you and link to you. You start having these conversations with people about follow links and non-follow links, and Google's got a couple of other these weird names for stuff. Like, what does that mean, and how can that affect all this time and effort that they're doing on building these backlinks to their website?
1: Yeah. So. The- Two main types of links are, is a follow and a, a not follow non-follow link, um, and basically they're just a bit of code that basically tells Google if you're actually putting a, a link into into it somewhere. It tells Google whether or not they should should follow it. So when the bot's there, what the bot will do will actually follow that link and look at it. And the not follow that you don't want Google to actually follow it to that website. So generally, you want if someone's linking to you, you want a follow link because you want Google to be following it. But it is natural to have not follow links to your website a lot of degrees that will generally have not follow links because it's it's just how they do it basically when they're linking a lot of times if you've got all follow links google can start to penalize and not rank a lot of your pages so there a lot of the directories and things like that will put not follow code on their ones so they won't actually follow them through so you do want a combination of them but generally if you are Dealing with someone that you want to get a link from, you want to get a follow link from the page that's actually talking about you directly to your website so that Google actually gives you that extra um, link juice and actually follows it through and thinks that your article's on that topic. So, yeah, you generally want those follow ones, but naturally, it should on your link profile, you should have a variety of them from sites like Facebook and different other ones um, because although they're not follow links. Google does still look at those links and see the linking between sites. All it's telling you is that the the bot shouldn't follow it. So it has changed over the years, but the the way that we look at it now is that you should have a variety of not follow and follow links. But generally, if you're getting good quality links from someone or or you've got someone to write an article and and it's on a, a thing, it should be a follow link from that page.
0: Yeah, cool. Mate, what else is like the big overarching, like glaringly obvious thing that people need to know? And then if they are going to engage someone like JR Marketing Group, what's the telltale sign of you've got a good agency and a bad agency? Yep. Yeah, so it will be more about who they've worked with and everything else if you are looking at
1: agencies. Um, what their current results are, do they actually know about a lot of the the trending stuff, what they actually do, do they use blog networks, do they use different things to do it. Um, if they are just saying I oh, will submit you to directories or we'll do this, um, asking them questions about what are the results they've actually got from those and everything else because generally you won't get enough of an authority on, on just having those type of links. So the I'd be just asking more questions and start to understand it yourself as well. So start to just um, do a bit of research on it and actually understanding the general concepts behind SEO and what's working so that you can make a better education and all decision yourself. But when you're actually going ahead with it, the main thing that is working well with e-commerce is actually just building a better brand and product And from that, actually starting to do things like reaching out to good bloggers, reaching out to um, people that have an authority in that topic and actually starting to work with people like that because you're going to start getting links. So you can actually generally negotiate to work with bloggers. You can work with different people. And one, that starts to get your name out there for a brand or your products. But two, it'll start to get those links back to your website, people linking to them from their social media, people linking to them from blog posts so and obviously the quickest way with e-commerce is starting to actually contacting people and saying can i send your product as a review or can we do can we work together and do something or i know that i know that you work with a lot of people in our industry can i um, can we have a chat about if wherever or not we can do some sort of promotion together so it's really about working with finding those right people and then starting to to reach out with them and that's something that that's not only going to work in your in SEO, that's going to be beneficial for your social media, that's going to be beneficial for your brand because you're starting to actually build an overall business around it and not just looking for these quick, easy ways of, of how can I quickly get a link and everything else. You're sort of looking at this long-term approach and saying okay, what are we doing to, to build the brand? Um, we've got these articles and all that. Is there someone that those articles might actually benefit? Can we um, talk about someone and can they put We put a link to them and they might put a link back to us in one of their articles. Is there anyone else in the industry that we have a, a similar alliance to that we can actually help each other out? So just looking at the overall thing and not looking for those quick and easy ways out but looking for the, the long-term approach to business and looking how you can generally build your business and your brand um, overall.
0: So starting from scratch, say we've got a, a Shopify store that's never done SEO. They might be ranking a little bit for their brand name and that's about it. How long is the process to actually start seeing results on SEO?
1: Yeah. So it really depends on what you're trying to rank for. So like obviously if there's, if there's um, terms that not many people are going after, you can be there in a couple of months. If it's long-term stuff and you're building up to, to bigger terms and everything else, it can take a year to, to really start to get that higher authority on certain topics and everything else. And that's where I, where where you're starting to build up and build up a lot of that content you have on site, build up the people that are linking to you, build up the people that are talking about your business because it's really compounding it every month. It's like going to the gym and, and every day you're not going to see those results every day and it might feel like you're not doing much but you're it every day for a year, all of a sudden you're you're really fit and you've and you've got this amazing body. So it's it's really about continuing to do stuff every day towards that end goal of ranking for those those terms.
0: And so, guys, if you're talking to an SEO agency or if you're vetting a few SEO agencies thinking about doing this stuff, if they don't openly have that exact conversation with you and let you know in full transparency that I'd be concerned about using them full stop. Or if if you've got a small obscure product in a tiny little niche and there's genuinely not a lot of people searching for it, they might be able to get you to page one of Google fast, but it might not mean any additional sales, it might mean that you need to target different products, the market fits, those sorts of things. Or likewise, if you're selling like a licensed Disney product and Disney's gonna rank all day every day over you, if the agency's not being realistic with you and saying, well, you know, page one might not be, or it might be a a long long term strategy or we think it's going to be hard. That's red flags for me if they're not having genuine conversations and there's plenty of SEO agencies that are just like, here's my agreement, sign it and let's get going. And there's no transparency on what to actually expect in the delivery process. And like being a paid ad agency, we don't touch, organic, we don't touch SEO, but we get so many people that have come to us and have been burnt by SEO agencies in the past that got sold got sold the dream, got signed up, and then six months later, they might be on the precipice of it actually starting to work. Like they might be nearly there and it just takes a little bit more work, but the communication hasn't been there. The, it was over-promised and under-delivered. And although they might have nearly got there, these agencies are losing customers hand over foot because... They didn't communicate properly the process in the, in the beginning.
1: Yep, definitely. And I t- totally agree. And, and that's why we openly all say, okay, well, wh- what are our goals? Do we need to get people straight hate solutions? We need to do these different things to be getting people through the doors on day one if we've just opened a site because we're not going to be able to, to tell Google, hey, rank us number one for this product or service on day 1 of a business it's just not realistic to do it so you you need to make sure that you've got those multiple strategies in place and talking about paid strategies they will have an overall impact on your actual seo as well because google does look at traffic coming to a web websites and look at the people coming to a website they'll look at popularity of website if people are, are then going to your website buying your products or service and then talking about it on social media google's obviously looking at all this and saying oh people are talking about these products or services let's let's start looking at them a bit more seriously for ranking for different keywords so there obviously you want to have those multiple strategies and those paid strategies can work really well hand in hand with those seo strategies because obviously if you've got a business and you're relying on kicking off from day one and being able to pay the bills and make money straight away from it and you don't have any time on your hand to be able to say okay we can't lose money for for a year or or two years you have to have those multiple strategies in place to be able to get those customers through the door on day
0: one awesome josh remington from jr marketing group Uh, where can they find you if they want to talk about SEO on page or off page for their Shopify store or any other business, if they are tuning into this episode.
1: Yeah. So jrmg.com.au is probably the easiest way you can do a free SEO audit and different stuff there. And and if need be send me an email with questions or anything from there, or just search my name online and you'll find any of my social medias. I'm pretty um, reachable on any of them messages, anything like that. Happy to answer any questions or out any of the, that you might have about any of the
0: sites. Awesome guys, and Josh, I hope this doesn't backfire in your um, business, but I see plenty of people on Business groups in Facebook going who do I get to do SEO for me who can do this SEO and like have you literally and like if it's someone in Sydney have you literally gone and typed in Sydney SEO and see who ranks it on the first page because you know that's a pretty competitive keyword phrase if they're ranking for it they're probably pretty good at what they do right so maybe you should yep. just use Google to its power to find an SEO agency that's pretty good um, yep, definitely. it will backfire for one agency that comes up because they are good but they don't deliver but yeah <laughs> I've got a bit of a gripe there, and I won't mention who it is, but anyone who's smart knows. Um, guys, Josh <laughs> has given us some amazing yeah, time. And, and I'm sure yeah. <laughs> people will work it out, don't worry. <laughs> I, might even, I might even cut this out. Um, guys, Josh has <laughs> given us some amazing knowledge of on page and off page SEO for Shopify. If you've got any more questions, he's just given you his details. They'll be in the show notes as well. Um, Mate, you've also got a podcast that you allowed me to guest on recently, so how can they find that podcast?
1: Yep, so if you search parenting plus business equals on any of the platforms, you'll, um, you'll find it there, so the latest episode, um, we've had a chat with you about both business and parenting and everything in between, so it was a, a great chat and um, there's a heap of different parents that own businesses on there, so there's a variety of information and, and stuff that a lot of people can get out of it
0: awesome josh i appreciate your time and your expertise mate you guys comment below if you want to know any questions and we can get josh to answer them for you uh, obviously i have to it's a i feel obliged uh if you're watching on youtube like the channel comment and share it and turn that little notification bell on there's going to be a little graphic that goes bing right about now um and i'll put a link to the first episode which is on page seo uh you can click on that just above right now if you're watching on youtube if you're on a podcast Just go to YouTube and search for BidPixel and you'll find both of these episodes fairly current or up there. Josh, thanks very much, mate. I appreciate your time. Uh, It's been amazing to chat to you about something that I don't want anything to do with.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, mate.